Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to create a thriving real estate business. What's up, guys? Welcome to today's episode of the Real Estate Survival Guide podcast. Excited to have you guys back with me as we jump into part two of how to be a better buyer's agent as we share some more tips and tricks. And on today's episode, I wanna to talk to you about managing or tempering your clients' expectations. So we see this all the time in the real estate business. We have a client that maybe watches uh, HGTV and they can afford a shack down by the river on their salary, but they want that million dollar mansion. And so, you know, we have to have those meetings and those discussions with clients where we manage and really set those expectations and have that conversation from the beginning with them about what they can actually afford. You know, I was sitting down with a client recently and I, you know, mentioned to the client, you know, what the market was like and they still wanted to buy a home. And I asked what they wanted their monthly payment to be and they said they wanted it to be about $1,000 a month. And I said, yeah, that's not really realistic in that in this market and current environment. Now, again, I wasn't trying to like tear them down or make them frustrated, but I wanted to be realistic and manage those expectations. You know, so many buyers, right? Even buyers that I've helped, again, they don't know about the market, right? That's why we talked about on the last episode, like you're the expert, you have to teach them. They don't know what they can afford, they don't know what the rates are, they don't know what houses are going for, you have to teach them. And you know, I've, I've grown in this over my career because early on, you know, I would have people that would get frustrated and most likely because I wasn't doing a good job of explaining the process of buying a home. So I hope I've grown in this. I believe I have. And I do it pretty well where, you know, if I meet a new client, I kind of tell them from the beginning, right? Like, hey, th your expectations are right on or they're way over, right? I met a client today at Starbucks. We were talking about their budget and what they could afford and you know they had a higher budget which is is nice to work with right they can afford up to $600,000 but the other thing is part of managing and tempering their expectations is i just talk about what do they want that monthly payment to be right so for instance if a buyer is approved for $600,000 but they want their monthly payment to be a certain amount they might not want to spend up to that $600 pre-approval and often lenders are able to pre-approve someone for way more than they want to spend. So part of managing their expectations is saying, hey, you're pre-approved here, and we could go up to that amount, but what do you want your monthly payment to be, right? They can't have a, a mansion on a shack by the river budget, or maybe they can afford a house that's $200,000, so maybe the payment's you know, $1,800, $1,500 a month. Again, I'm not a lender, right? But it's about managing that expectations, right? Bringing in a lender to the process. And from the beginning, from the initial meeting, setting and managing those expectations, right? Now for me, I do not do this on a phone call. If I wanna manage their expectations well, it's always gonna be face-to-face uh, -face for me if possible. So that's a Zoom call, that's in person. Always face-to-face -face at the very beginning to at least build that rapport, build relationships. And now again, that's up to the client, but they need to like feel and sense and see and understand the reality of the current market conditions. So the other thing that 
I want you guys to think about in terms of managing the expectation is just showing them, right? Some people will be like, well, I'm approved to 250. You say there's no homes in my you know, school district or city where I want to live. I don't believe that. And so again, right, go back to last episode, you're the expert. And to manage their expectations, I will show them. I will pull up the MLS that we use and they will tell me, what kind of homes they're interested in, you know, must have three bedrooms, must have two bath, must have a, you know, attached garage, okay? And I'll show them, right, this client, you know, a few clients ago, you know, $250,000 budget, and they're telling me, we want, want a home in this school district, a detached home with a garage, three plus bedroom, two plus full bath. So you know what I did? I managed their expectations and showed them the reality and just said, hey, I'm willing to help you, but this is gonna be really, really tough with all of these criterias, right? So what did I do? I pulled up the MLS. I showed them all of the homes in that school district, in that price range, coming soon, active, et cetera, and even everything that had closed in the last six months. Do you know how many homes popped up? There were three active, two pending, and five sold in six months. So again, part of that too was showing them, hey, I know you really want a home in this school district for this price. I just need you to look at this and see that there are three active homes and you know there's probably hundreds of buyers for these homes. So this will be tough. But by showing them that from the beginning, it helps you manage those expectations and kind of set that tone, right? And just be honest. Hey, this is going to be really hard. We're probably not going to get something right away or tomorrow might take a few months. Um, Oh, by the way, like... These things that you said, you know, in that price range, it's just not possible. Now, here's the thing. Some of these conversations are not fun. And I just am honest with people. I say, hey, I'm not trying to be, you know, the person who breaks your heart, but here is the realities, okay? So if you can manage those expectations and share the realities of the market immediately from that first meeting with the client, you start the relationship of helping them find a home well. And here's the other side of that. If you don't manage those expectations, right, and you don't share that from the very beginning, when are you going to share it? (laughs) When are you going to tell your client that their wants or needs, as they say, for a home are unrealistic? You know, you don't want to be, you know, like I mentioned on the other episode, you don't want to be running all over the place from county to county for homes that don't even fit all their criteria or they like, but Sometimes that means if they don't like what's coming up in the market, in the current criteria and all those things, then honestly, maybe it means that they need to wait. And that's hard to tell people, right? It is. But part of managing their expectations and sharing the realities of what's going on means you might have to say to them, hey, if this is like a non-negotiable for you, it might not be the time for you to buy, right? And maybe you have to say things like, hey, I know you really want two full bathrooms, but is this like a must have or is this like a dream scenario? And we have to realize in the current market, you're probably not going to get the dream scenario. 
you know, imagine, you know, let's say my family, for example, right? I'll use my family. Uh, we have two young kids. One's going to be four in the fall, two, one, two and a half in the fall. Imagine if we tell you, so you're the realtor, okay? And I tell you, we want a safe place for our kids and we'd like a fenced in backyard, those kinds of things. But let's even go back to what Jeremy Kane shared on the interview the other day, right? You got to remember those conversations from the beginning. So imagine if I sit and tell you how important it is for safety for my kids and to have a yard, must be fenced in, right? Absolutely has to be. And maybe I say I don't want it near a major road, okay? But then imagine I send you a property in the middle of Lancaster on Queen Street. For those of you who don't know the area, that's like downtown Lancaster where the square is, like the busiest part of the city. So I say, hey, there's this house on Queen Street. Can we check it out tomorrow night? And you see that and you go, sure, and you schedule the showing. Well, what could you have done to manage my expectations well and save yourself time like Jeremy talked about? You can say, hey, John, I know that you sent me that house. It looks great. Uh, but I just want to show you in case you didn't notice. Did you know that house is on Queen Street? Um, did you know that that's not fenced and it's it's a busy area? Now, you could add a fence depending on township zoning, HOA, things like that. But imagine if I say I really want this house, you can then manage and help me set those expectations and like we talked about on the last episode, you can educate me, right? You're the expert, right? You can say, hey, John, you know, I'm happy to show it to you, but just a reminder, this is what you wanted. Don't forget you wanted a quiet area where you could have a fenced-in yard. That's not going to be Queen Street in Lancaster City, really busy street, probably not a fit for you guys, right? So you set the expectation, manage the expectation, and then you just saved yourself a ton of time. Instead of running all over to Lancaster to show me this showing, I'd say, oh, you're right. We don't want to live down there. Let's not even waste our time. You've managed the expectation. And instead of just throwing darts on the wall, spaghetti at the wall, whatever it is, you're grabbing the bull by the horns and saying, yep, let's see this. Let's see that. Oh, no, you know, you said you didn't want to live here in this area, in this busy section of town. Let's not look at that home. So here's the thing, guys, you have to do this. And again, your clients might be offended at first, but just remind them, hey, I have your best interests at heart. I want to find you a home, but I don't just want to settle and show you everything that hits the market. It wastes everyone's time. It's like Jeremy said on his interview, you know, within that handful of the first four, five, six showings, he's usually under contract. Why? Because he doesn't waste time going to every single thing that's on the market or not in the budget or isn't a fit. He manages the expectations and then reminds the client, hey, by the way, you said you wanted the home to have a garage. This doesn't have a garage. Have we adjusted those expectations? If not, we shouldn't see the home. So manage those expectations. This is so key in the real estate business if you want to have success and if you want to be a better buyer's agent for your clients. Um, so hope this helps you. I hope that as you try to implement this, you will become less stressed and have more time because you're not showing 1,200 properties to everyone. So Appreciate you guys so much. Hope this was helpful. Thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you guys on our next episode. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Survival Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. Thank you so much. And we will see you on the next episode.